The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Ketubot has been dedicated by our dear friend Mr. Elliot Shasho. Hashem Yishmineu Vehayehu. May the Zikrut of the Limud of Masechet Ketubot stand for him that he should have Be'ajat Hashem, Ashana Tovam Borechet, Osher Ve'osher Ve'chavod, Shalom Bayit, Ve'atzlacha Be'chol Ma'asei Yadav, and Be'ajat Hashem may he continue to be a supporter of Torah and all holy uh, projects. Amen. Today's daf has been dedicated by Mr. Uri Nidam, Hashem Mishminu Vehayel, in honor of all the members of the Minyan, all the members of the Daf Yomi, and in honor of the Rabbi, the Skele Mitzvot, may he continue to succeed. Aslahav, Arvacha, Bechol Ma'asei Adav, Amen. Daf Kof Yud Bet. Today's daf is being studied. Lunishmat Abraham ben Esther, Ruach Hashem, Tenichinu began Eden, Amen. Today's daf is being studied with Ruach Hashem, Yosef ben Sarah, Vesarah bat Rachel, Enna refana dahem, Enna refana dahem, Enna refana dahem, Betok Sharchulei Amo Yisrael, Amen. We are starting today's daf on Kuf Yud Bet Amud Lishon, and we are on the second line. Rabbi Chelbo, Rabbi Avira, Rabbi Yosef bar Hanina, Ikle'u le'ahu atra. The rabbis came to a certain place. Atu kaimayhu afarseka. They brought in front of them a peach. Dava ke'ilfas kefar hinno. That was the size of a frying pan of the village of hinno. The ilfas kefar hinno and the frying pan of kefar hinno. Kamahaveh. How big was it? He se'in. It was five se'in, which is obviously a uh, very large frying pan. He says approximately between, uh, anywhere between 11 and 22 gallons. Achlu shelish, so they ate a third of it, v'thkiru shelish, and then they just let the uh, third of it, they made it hefker, they made it ownerless. V'natnu, behemtam shlish, and they gave a third of it as food for the animals. The Shana, the next year, Ikla Rabbi Al-Azhar Lehatam, Rabbi Al-Azhar came over there, Ba'aitu, the Kameh, they wrote in front of him also the fruit. Naktu Be'adeh, but this time he was able to hold the peach in his hand, which means the fruit became shrunk. The Amas, he said, Eres Peri Lemleha, Mera'at Yoshbeba. So he said that the fruit, uh, fruitful land into salty waste. Why? Because of the evil of its inhabitants. Because the Averot of the people, so the Berachan, the fruit became diminished. Rabbi Yoshua ben Nevi Ikla'at Gabla. Rabbi Yoshua ben Nevi came to a place called Gabla. Hazan hu dahanehu ketufeh. He saw clusters of grapes. Tahavu kaimeh ki agleh. When they're hanging off the tree, it looked like a calf. That's how big they were, the clusters of grapes. Amar agalim ben agifanim. So look at this, there's calves amongst the Vineyards, they said, no, they're clusters of grapes. Amar, eres, eres. He said, land, land. Hachnisu perotayich. Bring, bring in your fruits. Lemi at motzi'ah perotayich. La'arabihim alalu. She'amdu alenu bahatotenu. What are you producing fruits for? For our enemies, for the Arabs, that have uh, destroyed the land as a result of our sins? The Shana, the following year, came to the same place. This time the clusters of grapes looked like goats. It was smaller. Amar He said, what does it mean? You have goats amongst the uh, grapes? Go, go away. Don't do like the, what your friend did to us last year. Which means when the rabbi came last year to be Yeshua, 
he cursed it. He said, what are you producing such uh, fruit for? For our enemies? So what happened? They went from becoming like the size of Agadim to the size of Azim. So now when he said, oh, there's Azim over here. He said, do me a favor. <laughs> Go away. Don't, uh, don't say anything like uh, the viewers who I said last year. You're going to cause him to become even smaller than that. Tanur Banan. We have a bright Eris Yisrael. When Eris Yisrael enjoys its blessings, a bit size of land, which is the shiur of 50 by uh, 50 amot, which would be 25 square amot, which is, let's say, 50 amot is about, let's say, anywhere between 77 and 95 feet square. So 2,500 square amot. How much does it produce? So the Gemara says, It produces 5,000 core of produce. Now to understand that, he says one core contains 30 se'ah, so the ratio of one se'ah to 50,000 core of produce is 1 to 1.5 million. So therefore it's a tremendous, uh, tremendous amount of uh, produce per, uh, per, uh, exactly, per se'ah, per bet se'ah. So the Gibbara says again, which means a field that is 2,500 square uh, amot makes 5,000 when Soan, Soan is a city in Misraim. When it was established, a bit only produced 70. Kur of produce. The Tanya, because we have a Braita. The Gibraltar is trying to compare the greatest city in Bavir and Islam, as we're going to see now, with Soan. And in its heyday, it only produced 70 Kur. And here you see, in the time of Eris, in its heyday, and since Berachat time, 5,000 uh, Kur. So the Gibraltar says, The Tanya, we have a Braita. Amar Bimi'ir, Anida Iti, Bibikat, Betshe'an. I was in a place called Bekat Bet She'an. That's in Chutzla Aris. Mm-hmm. In the valley of Bet She'an, Bet Se'an, it makes 70 kur. And the greatest country, fertile-wise, out of all the countries, is Eris Mitzrayim. The Pasuk refers to Mislaim as the garden of Hashem. And there's no better fertile city and better city than what? Than So'an, which is in Mislaim. Because there was a city of kings and princes. That's where they all lived. All the ambassadors of the different countries would have their offices set up in So'an. That means it was a very special city. Because in So'an was the ambassadors of the Jewish nation representing the Jews for the king of Egypt. And there's no more rocky uh, area in Eretz Israel more than Hebron. Because what do they do in Hebron? There's no planting over there. They just bury people of their cemeteries. They bury the, the dead people there. And still, Hebron is seven times more established than Soan. Now, what does that mean? The Hebron was established seven years earlier than Soan. Now the Gemara says, my nivneta, what does it mean it was established? If you're going to tell me, Iliman, nivneta mamash, if you're going to tell me that Hebron was actually built seven years before Tzohan, can't be. Efshar adam bone bayit lebno akatan kodem shivne lebno gadol. Does a person build a city for his younger son before he builds a city for his 
older son. Why? Because both Tzoran and Kena'an, both Misraim and Kena'an, were sons of Ham. Mm-hmm. And therefore, Ham is not going to build Kena'an, which is Hebron, which is in Kena'an, before he builds a city for his older son, which is Tzoran, the Shere'emar, which is Misraim. Ham, the sons of Ham were who? Kush or Misraim, Ufut, Uchna'an. So you see, the youngest son was Kena'an, that's Hebron. And the oldest, the, one of the older sons was what? Misraim. So therefore, it cannot be that he built Hebron before he built Tzoran. Ela what? Which means it's seven times more fertile than Tzoran. That's what it means. It's much more quality land. Hebron, which is the rockiest land. Now, And that's talking about the rocky part of Hebron is seven times better than Tzoran. But in the fertile part of Hebron, Hamesh Me'ah. That's already five times, five hundred times greater than Tzoran. And that's only talking about the time where Israel is not enjoying the blessings. But at the time of the blessings, Ketiv, and the Pasuk says it produced Me'ah Sha'arim. So Me'ah Sha'arim, that's a hundred times the normal amount. The normal amount is five hundred. So therefore, 100 times 500, so therefore 50,000. So therefore, you see how we got to the calculation that it is just saying the times of the blessing produces 50,000 times, which is uh, only uh, so on in its time, only produced 70 kur. Tanya, we have a bright Amar Biyose. Se'ah Bihuda, one se'ah of wheat in Yehuda, Haita Osa Hamesi'in. It's able to produce five se'ah. Of what? Se'ah kemah. One se'ah of flour. Se'ah solid. Solid is fine flour. Se'ah subin. One se'ah is bran. Se'ah mursan. Mursan is coarse bran. And then se'ah kiburaya. They call that uh, kibarium. Let's read the sheet to see what these items are. Se'ah kemah. Who avakdak? That's the the, the 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 fine dusty flour. that comes out of the uh, sieve when they're sifting. They 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 sift the flour in a very uh, uh, wide uh, sieve. So the 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 the, the small little uh, flour seeps through. And then after the little dust comes out, that's the, the kema, they grind it again. They have subin. They uh, boil or they soak the wheat. What happens when they soak the wheat? The chaff comes off it, like the shell comes off it. That's because like the bran. That's the second time they soak it. So the bran comes, a second uh, course of bran. Then kibureya is kema she'enu yafeh. That's used it for black bread. So therefore, in one se'ah, it produces five se'ah of these different uh, uh, flour that comes out of the different components that come out of the, uh, the wheat. Amalehu tzeduki, Rabbi Hanina. So the certain tzeduki tells Rabbi Hanina, mm-hmm. So he says it's proper, it is correct that you praise your land. Your land is praised, which means it's good that you praise your land. It's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's a blessed land. Why? Says my father left to me one se'ah. mashach. From there I produced oil. hamar. From there I produced wine. ibur. 
That's uh, grains. Mimena kitniyot. And also legumes. Mimena ro'ot mechnati. In that same field, I was able to graze my livestock. So you see what? In one little area, he was able to benefit so many ways. Amaleahu bar amura'ah lebar an'adi Israel. Bar amura'ah is amori. Meaning a non-Jewish uh, fellow. He told that she says, Yahad ibn Amuri, Amal Yehudi, Tehadat biatullah, when the Jew came to the land. So he tells him, Hai te'elta, de kaima agudad di yardena. He says, This um, palm tree that's standing by the bank of the Jordan River, Kama gadritu mina. How much did you. Did you collect from it? Which means how much? Uh, how many dates did you harvest from the tree? Amarle, so the Jew tells him shetin kore, sixty kur. So Amarle, so the goy tells the Jew, lo aylitu ba akati. Let's get the Bahs language. Amarle, lo aylitu ba akati ahrabuha. Anan. Which no, comma? Which you didn't enter the land even, and already you destroyed it. Mm. She's you Jews. You came into the land already, and already you destroyed it. Why? We were able to take from the same tree 120 kur. We already harvested double. Since you Jews came to the land already, you uh, you destroyed it. So the Jew tells us, "What did you think I meant?" I was saying 60 from one side. And therefore, from both sides, it's 120. So therefore, it's the same. Uh, it's the same amount. You don't want to tell them the whole shiur not to get the ainara from the goy. But once already the goy is coming along and saying that uh, you know you destroyed the land. He said, "No, when I said 60, it only meant from one side." Amar of Hazda, Maydichtiv. What does it mean when it says in the pasuk, "Eten lecha eres chemda nachalat sevi"? So the land is compared to a deer. Nahalat sevi. Lama eris Israel imshela le sevi. Why is eris Israel compared to a deer? Lomalecha ma sevi ze in orom machzik besaro. Just like a deer, its skin does not fit its flesh. After eris Israel in a machziket perotea. So to eris Israel, there's not enough room for all its fruit. Which means when a deer is skinned, the skin shrinks. You can never reskin a deer after you skin it, because it becomes smaller. So the same thing with Eretz Israel. The fruit is abundant, but the land is too small in order to fit all the fruit. There's no room in the storage houses to fit all the fruit of Eretz Israel. So in that sense, it's like a tzvi. Its flesh is smaller than its... Its skin is smaller than its flesh. Just like the tzvi is more swift. Then all the animals, af eretz Israel kala mikola arasot lebashel et perotea. It ripens its fruit faster than any other country. Ah, oh, the Gemara says if you're comparing it to a deer, e matzevi ze kal ve'en besaros shemen. So maybe you'll tell me that just like a tzvi, while it's uh, a swift animal, but because it does not have a lot of weight, it's a thin animal. Yeah, I'll tell you, Israel, it ripens its fruits quickly. However, but its fruits are not fat, they're not rich. 
That's why he compares the fruits to halav. Shemeni mechalav. They're fatter even than milk. Milk is fatty. Umtukim devash. And they're sweet as honey. Rabbi in Azar Kiyavas, Salik the Eretz Yisrael, when Rabbi in Azar, when he was able to go up to Eretz Yisrael, Amari said, Palti li mehada. I've been spared for one of the curses of the Pesukim. Kisamchuhu, when they ordained him to become a rabbi, Amar Palti li metarti. Now I've been spared from the second curse. When they gave him a seat on the council to make a leap year, which was a certain group of rabbis were in charge of making the calculations for the Adar Sheni, he said, Now I've been spared from the third curse that was written in the Pasuk in Yehezkel. What does it say? And Pasuk says that God says, My hand will be against the prophets who see worthless visions. Now, what is the curse that says going to happen? So it says, Besod, I'm reading the Pasuk. Besod, Amir Gebra says, Besod, Ami Lo Yehiyu. Which means they will not be in the council of my people. What is that referring to? Zesod, Ibur. And then what does it say? Ubechtav, Bet Yisrael, Lo Yekatevu. They're not going to be inscribed in the book of Israel. What's that referring to? Zesimicha. And they're not going to come to the land of Israel. This is referring to Kemashma'o, as, as it reads. And therefore, you see the Pasuk says that there's going to come a time where the Hakim are going to suffer from these three losses. So he says, Rabbi Azar, I was saved from all three curses. Comes again what I says, Rabbi Zera. When he came up from Babel to Eris Israel, Lo ashkach So he did not find a ferry that would be able to cross the river to get the, you know, to the other side. So what did he do? He took a rope and he, uh, he went across. Nashi says, There's a place where there's no bridge. So they put a plank across the uh, river, from one edge to the other. It's really not a wide plank. You have to hold on to a rope, a string. It's on top. They put the string on both sides, and he holds on to it as he's walking across a very narrow plank to go across the river so he can get to Eretz Yisrael. So the Gemara says... So certain Siddhuqi saw the Mizera doing this, little dangerous uh, action. He says, Amma Peziza. He says, you literally, he says, impetuous people. He says, you people do things very quickly. You don't think. You, you prefaced your mouth to your ears. Which means when you receive the Torah, you said Naasev and Ishma. You always uh, in a rush. You always jump. You put a Naasev and Ishma before you even heard what the Torah is. You said we accept it. Then we're going to listen to it. Still You still have this impetuous nature, which means here you try to get to Eretz Yisrael. Relax. Wait till the next ferry. What are you uh, going across uh, on these planks over? You're putting yourself in a uh, in a dangerous time. So come to give an Let's just read Rashi. 
ועודיכם, ובהלתכם, כי מתכנן למהן לעשות דבר בלא עיתו. Wait until the proper time. So he was Amalek, Dukhtad, Moshe, Aaron, no Zakhula. Anna Miyamah, the Zakhina la. He said, can't wait. Here's the land that Moshe and Aaron didn't have a Zakhut to go through. So he said, I'm not going to wait. No, we'll lose this opportunity. And if I have a chance to go now, I'm going to go now. So the Benish Chai says over here, what do you mean? Moshe and Aaron were punished. There was a Gezerah against them. So what's the, uh, what's the, what, what, what is um, the rabbi saying over here? So he says that the Bizerah says, no, but die. He knew that there was a Gezerah against Moshe and Aaron. But Moshe just asked, let me just cross the Jordan River to see Eretz Israel. And even that he wasn't able to. Now that wasn't a punishment for a certain Gezerah. That God did it for other reasons that we don't know. So that's what the Bizerah was concerned about. That I understand that I don't have the Gezerah Moshe and Aaron, but he wasn't even able to cross the Jordan to see Eretz Israel. We don't know the reason for that. So therefore he said, if I have a chance to go now, I'm going now. I don't want to delay. Comes the Gezerah and says... Nabi Abba, Menashe Kipe Da'ako. Nabi Abba, when he got there, he used to kiss the stones of Ako. Or some say, Nashi, Kipe Almogim. Almogim is the coral of Ako. Nishna Harina Kipe Da'ako Sila'im. That's actual stones. Nabi Harina, Metaken Matkale. Nabi Harina attended to the obstacles, obstacles and the unevenness of the roads. He would make sure that the roads are. Uh, straight in Israel. Why does she say? He loved the land so much. He didn't want the people to talk bad about it. He said, oh, these roads, they're terrible, they're uneven. So he kept Israel. He lowered himself. He's not considered lowering himself because he's taking care of Israel. He put himself on the uh, roads, uh, uh, you know, services to make sure the roads are even. When they were learning in Eretz Yisrael, they would go from the sun to the shade, and from the shade to the sun. What does this mean? Look at Ashi. They were learning outside. When the sun would come down and start beating on them, so they would go move to the shade. So they don't complain. Because what happens? They're sitting in the sun. It's like it's very hot. So they didn't want to come to say, oh, what a hot land, you sweat. So before it got to that stage, they moved to the shade. When they got to the shade, it gets a little chilly. Right? They moved to the sun. They did anything in their ability, so they're not going to say, a negative comment about it is Israel. Similarly, to be and what does that mean? He would collect the land, or rolled, actually. He rolled in the dust of Eris Israel. Like the Pastor says, The servants, they, they willed, they yearned the stones of and they favored its dust. So the Gemara is teaching us over here a very important lesson, says the Benish Hai. That what? You're not supposed to complain about anything about Eretz Yisrael. When a person goes to Israel, he cannot come back with any complaints. That the food is no good, and the roads are no good, and the uh, accommodations are no good. You see these rabbis? <coughs> the rabbis, the rabbis went out of their way for what? To say that the land was good, and they went out of their way that nothing should happen to them. Or put, or they should be in a position to say something about Eretz Yisrael. Comes the Gemara continues. Amar Bizerah. 
Amar of Yirmiyah bar Abba. Dor sheben David ba. The generation that Mashiach is going to come. Kategoria betamide hachamim. There's going to be great, Rashi says, mastinim. Great uh, antagonists. There's going to be great uh, uh, fights that the people are going to have against the Tavideh Achim. They're going to vilify the Torah scholars. There's going to be a lot of critics and prosecutors to the Torah. The Sadok says that these attacks are going to be unjustified. However, it's going to be a punishment for all the years where the Tavideh Achimim themselves had machloket amongst themselves. So this is going to be a punishment that before Mashiach comes, it's going to be a great uh, persecution and prosecution against the Tamidi Hakamim of the generation. So when I said this in front of Shemuel Amar, Siruf Ahar Siruf, which literally means it's going to be, he says over here, a smelting process following a smelting process, which means when a person has uh, metal, so he's trying to purify it from the impurities, like silver. So they melt it down, and they melt it down again. So it's going to be a purging process uh, time and time again. And she says, Gezerot al Gezerot. One decree against the Tamid HaChamim over another decree. It's going to be a tenth left, which is after they purge the Tamid HaChamim, it's going to be a tenth of them left. And they're going to return, and they're going to burn those as well. Which is even on the remaining, there's still going to be a... A, uh, a, a, a tikkun for them as well. As she says, When nine-tenths of them are ready, you're going to be lost. And all that's left is what? A tenth. All to them, they're going to be purged again for the last time. As she says, Which means they're going to be plundered and then plundered Again, which means even the small lumber that uh, survives is going to be plundered by the enemies. Amar of Hiyab and Ashe, Amar of Atidin, Kol Idane Serak Shebe'erish Israel, Shitanu Perot. It's going to be, Bezat Hashem, when Mashiach comes, that all the trees that are barren are destined to bear fruit. Shereimar, Ki Etz Nasafir so that she says, already it said at the end of the pasuk that what that the fig tree and the grapevine is going to give their fruits. We know already fruit tree. So what's the beginning of the pasuk?